We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. Or anti-tet faith. Hallelujah. A month where we talk about steadfastness. Hallelujah. A month, you know, of resolute. A month of resilient. A month of persistent, unwavering. You know, anti-tet simply means those words. You know, we also define the word the last time I stood here. I said the word antitet simply means, uh, you know, advancing against all odds. Advancing against all odds. And not only that, but coming on strong regardless of circumstances. As we said, it has been a difficult year. A lot of you have lost your jobs. You have lost your businesses. You have lost your loved ones. And it has been a year where we are encouraging and rebuilding the church of Jesus. Jesus saying unto you, you need to come strong regardless of your circumstances. It is not over until it is over. As long as your body and your soul are still together, that simply means there is still hope. God is still on the throne. Begazela, begazela, vula iminyango. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? Hallelujah. And recently I read a book, you know, by Taylor Perry beautiful book and the title of the book says higher life is waiting get that copy it will be a blessing for you it says higher life is waiting and I was really inspired by his story most of the time we celebrate people when they are on top but we really don't know what they've gone through we don't know the things that they have done, you know, in life. And one of the things that he mentioned in, in this book, it's a beautiful statement. He says in that book, many people don't live their lives, you know, they have accepted their lives. Sure, that is a great statement, eh? Can I say that again? Many people don't live their lives, they have accepted their lives. You know, while you are still digesting that statement, I have entitled my message this morning, Say No to Average. Say No to Average. You know, the word average simply means normal. You know, we have gone through so much things and these things, they've become normal to us and we have accepted them as a normal life. The word average also means mediocre, moderate, ordinary, Common, regular. There are many things that they are so common, especially in the life of a black child. And to a point that we have accepted them as a package from the Lord or as a will from God, which most of the time it is very dangerous. The moment you say, it's a will of God for me to be in poverty, are you aware that you're not going to do anything about it? Because you have accepted that thing as a, as a normal thing, as, as a common thing. It is common to many things. Now, it's like it is a right thing just because many people are going through that thing. Poverty, 
among millions and millions of people and to a point that even when you try to complain about it, we are telling you and say, are you aware how many people who are, who are going through what you are going through? And we find ourselves, you know, accepting average life. Listen to me, child of God. Living an average life was never the plan of God for us. If you want to live life to the fullest, you need to say no to average. Always doing the bare minimum. We love doing the bare minimum. It is okay. You know, if I can just give that eight hours a day, I am comfortable. It is okay. We are not even prepared to walk an extra mile. Do you know those type of people? Quarter to four already, they've parked their car in reverse. They are, they are just ready to leave that office. Because I am not even prepared, you know, to give an extra amount of my time. I can just go up to this moment. I just want to do what is common to people. Average life was never the plan of God. Listen what Jesus says in the book of John 10, verse 10. He says, the thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. You know, it's a common thing. But he says, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Hallelujah. I love the translation that says, uh, I have come so that they may have life, a life overflowing. That is what God gives unto us as his children. He says, I am not just giving you an average thing. All that I give, it must overflow. If I give you life, your life must overflow. It must impact its surrounding. Everything that is around you must be impacted by the life that God has given unto you. Because everything that flows, it affects its surrounding. It affects its surrounding. So never accept average. And then when you read in the book of Jeremiah, the verse that we always love, all of us, we love this verse. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper, to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and to give you a future. Let me tell you, the children of Israel at this moment, they were actually at that point where they've accepted an average life. And God said, you might be in Babylon, you might be in captivity, but listen to me. You know, where you are, I wanted to plant gardens. Where you are, I wanted to build houses. Where you are, allow your children to marry. Allow your daughters to marry. You know, because I've got a better plans for you. My plan is to prosper you. You might be in bondage. You might be in captivity. This morning, things may not be going right in your life. It is okay. But you need to know that this God, while you are there, he says, I've got better plans for you. And my plans is to prosper you. It's to give you a brighter future is to give you a better life never settle for average if your marriage is not in good condition don't just accept that and say this is what God has given unto me believe God for for for, for revival believe God you know for overflow believe God for a blessing believe God for a better life because that is the God that we serve he says you are a, cho you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation he says, you are my own special people. That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. That is the God that we serve. You know, while I was preparing this, I wanted to check what other people are saying about an average life. And I picked up some few people who've got something to say about average life. 
You know, one person by the name of Satchel, he says, no man can avoid being born average. But no man has to stay average. I love that, Masalwan. That has a lot of meaning in my life. Those of you who know my background, it was even prophesied that there is nothing good that will come from this Matebulas family. You know those type of things? They look at your grandfather, they look at your grandmother, they look at your families, and then they, they just conclude and say there is nothing good will ever come from this. And the truth is, most of us, we are born in that environment of average. But no one has to stay there. Can I speak to somebody? It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter. There's no need to remain where you are. It's not a plan of God. Are you with me, child of God? And then Arthur Utilana, it's not where you are today that counts. It's where you are headed. It's not where you are, but it's where you are headed. I love that. It's not about today. It is about tomorrow. And we know the one who holds our tomorrow. Praise the name. And in Sharon Begley Uti, somewhere, something incredible is waiting to be known. Hallelujah. Somewhere, you know, something incredible is waiting to be known. And who knows that you are the person who must reveal the thing that we don't know. I know, Bazalwani, the one who says, I have a plan for you. He says, I've got hopes. I've got things that I am going to give unto you. The world, it is not complete until you come up and fill that space and reveal what I have given unto you. Because you are still there. I'm looking around here. There are books that have not been written. Houses that have not been built. Ministries that have not been started. Souls that have not been worn. And you are here. Somewhere, somewhere, incredible is waiting to be known. There are preachers who have not been unleashed here. Engineers right here. Doctors right here. Hallelujah. Great leaders right here. Never settle for less. Never settle for less. I never thought, Basalan, that while I was sitting, Bumetrik at the age of 22, being a person who was taught how to read at the age of 15, I never thought, based on my experience and the damage that I've caused to my brain because of taking those dangerous substances at an early stage, to a point that one of the doctors said I would never recover my speech. I would never be able to speak because I have damaged my brain. Those of you who have been with us, 20 years ago, you know it was a struggle for me just to put a sentence together, a English, a paragraph. It's a great achievement here. I refuse to settle for less. I come far. The Lord has been so gracious. The Lord has been so good. 
Never, never settle for less. Never refuse average. It doesn't matter what the devil has done. It doesn't matter the damage that the devil has caused in your life. If God is still on the throne, he can restore you. He can elevate you. He can take you to another level. If God has done this for me, how much more about you? Look at the person next to you and tell them it is possible by the grace of God. Oh, praise the name. But the truth is, Baselwan, every next level of your life will demand a different you. Did you hear what I said? Every next level of your life will demand a different you. A different attitude. Some of you, you are average because your attitude is not right. It will demand a different you. You know, I picked up in the Bible that there are many people in the scripture who said no to an average life. Just before I give you the text of today, but I'm thinking of Nehemiah. You know, Nehemiah, a cupbearer to the king. You know, when he was told about the broken walls of Jerusalem, he refused to settle in his comfort zone and act as if all was well. He would have just said, you know what, I've got a great job. I'm a cupbearer, don't bother me. Don't bother me. And history would have forgotten Nehemiah. Because history has a tendency of forgetting those who are in a comfort zone. History has no space for average. Nehemiah 1 verse 4, it says, when, when I heard these things, this is Nehemiah. He said, when I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Here is the guy with the top job in the world. But he was still able to make time. He says, you know, I sat down. He was still sensitive to the voice of God. You know, there are many people who are so successful, they are no longer sensitive to the voice of God when God speaks to us because of our comfort zone and because of our achievement. Even when God speaks to us, we can't even hear him speaking to us. But here is the man, he's a cup bearer. Go west, he's a cup bearer. He heard God. The Bible says he sat down. And he was so emotional that he wept. He says, I mourned and fasted and prayed before God because he refused to settle for less. Don't ever allow your success to place you in a cage of average. I love David. David is one example as well. You know, what I see with the life of David is that after killing the bear and the lion, he did not just stick there and say, I have killed the lion and the bear. We see him leaving the sheep with another shepherd, presenting himself to the battlefield. He was a shepherd and he became a giant slayer. And we see him once again becoming a governor, becoming a king. Praise the name of Jesus. You can tell that he was not prepared to be average. He was always open to the voice of God. 
So the list goes on and on, but there are many people that I can quote, you know, Zacchaeus is one of those people as a text collector. He said, I want to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus. Yes, I am loaded. I've got money, but I want to see Jesus. You know, you remember the woman with the issue of blood. She said, as much as I have tried everything, but she says, this time, this time, I know I have wasted my money. I know that everything is gone. I'm, I refuse to settle for for, for average, he says, if I can touch the hem, uh, the hem of his garment, I will be whole and I will be healed. Refuse to settle for average. But here is my favorite of all time. Probably you know it by now. You can take a guess. Jabez. Jabez. And as who Jabez or who Jabez, depending which school you are coming from. But it is spelled J-A-B-E-Z. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of First Chronicles, chapter 4, verse 9, it says Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Right there, I want you to see something. That he arose above his peers. It's like the brothers accepted the average life. But the Bible says he was more honorable than his brothers. He rose above his peers. And the Bible says his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. Two things there. You see the past and you see the pain. So that means he had to rise above the past and the pain. And verse 10 says, And Jabez called on, on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory. And you know what the scripture says? And God blessed him after praying that may your hand be upon him, me, and God granted him whatever he prayed for. But he also prayed that, Lord, enlarge my territory. He was not happy. He was not content about his surrounding. He was not content about the, the territory where he was in. He said, I want you to enlarge. Say no to average. Now, while I was praying and preparing this, I picked up some few things that pin us down to average. People that don't just wake up in the morning and find themselves living an average life. There are things that pin us down to average life. And one of those, Mamgangamanga, you've touched on it. Number one, not knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. Did you hear what I said, Barcelona? Not knowing who you are in Christ Jesus can pin you down to average life. It's all about knowing. When you read in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, it says, when we were dead in our transgressions, God raised us up with Christ Jesus and he seated us up with him in the heavenly realm. You need to know your position. 
You need to know who you are. If you don't know who you are in Christ Jesus, let me tell you, you would accept an average life. It's like a Coca-Cola, a can of Coke that is sitting somewhere like a pick and pay. You're looking at me, you're wondering now, what happened? You can buy that can of Coke, 5 rand 50. But I have been to Dubai a few years ago. I went to one hotel. I could not believe it. When I ordered a can of Coke, it was 75 rand. 75 rand. And I wanted to complain. You know, the man said to me, this is Dubai, sir. This is Dubai. It is not pick and pay. It depends. pick and pay. It can't be five rand. But at Dubai, they know the value of the Coke. The value changes because of the position. If you don't know who you are, Hey, Basalwane, people will treat you the way you present yourself unto them. I pray that you'll never forget that. It's all about position. That is why even my lapaguhulwes, the very same chicken on my tenga fifty rent, lapaguhulwes, if very two paramaranan. Let me tell you, you know why it's going up. Upatanalama fridge. How much more about us? The Bible says we have been raised, us. We have been raised with Christ Jesus. And we are seated, Bazalwan, with him. Never look down on yourself. You might be here on earth, but you are seated with him. You may not have money, but you are seated with him. You may not be educated, but you are seated with him. Never accept average. Say no to average. Because you are a child of the most high God. But if you don't know who you are in Christ Jesus, you're going to settle for, the, for less. And not only that, lack of God's revelation about your life. Lack of God's revelation about your life. That can make you settle for less. Not being aware of what God has made available for you. When God says, I've got plans to prosper you. He's an abundance God. You know, sometimes we think God gets broke. We have been so broke to a point that we also think God is broke. Other people and say, let's give God a chance to bless other people. My turn is coming. recover. God has, there's no need for him to recover. Thousands and thousands of kettles on the hills, they are mine. If you think I'm running short, thousands and thousands of kettles on the hills, they are mine. I am God. I'm the provider. I am, I, I am capable of providing for all of you. But you need to know what is it that is available for you. Because if you don't know that there are things that are available for you, you will settle for less. But I've got plans for you. And number three, what about this one? Number three, the things that pin us down into average, walking in deception. Walking in deception is one of those things. Walking in deception. For many years, for many years, while I was a young person, I heard this verse misquoted several times. Utimani is the root of all evil. I've heard people just Several times, even on the pulpit, 
But imali impando yesona. Ngayithatha nami ngapile ukuthi yabona ma upuwa you are next to God. Usondela nenkulunkulu nkulunkulu yabathanda abampofu. Uyabathanda abampu abahluphekileyo. Sayithatha sayamngela. Until I had to read the Bible for myself. And this verse, maybe to help some of you who are here. It says, for the love of money, not money. It says the love of money. When money becomes your God, that is where it becomes a problem. When money rules over you, that is where it becomes a problem. Not money. Not money. Money is just a, a servant. It depends. Which is if it's in the wrong hands, they can do terrible things with money. We have seen people buying women. We have seen people abusing people because of money. But we have seen money changing the lives of people. You know how many houses we have given away this year? It is because of money. You know how many children we are helping adversity? It is because of money. Money depends what it says. And that is why people, they need Jesus. So that when they can have money in their hands, they can use that money for a good cause to transform the lives of people. But walking in deception can make you to live average life. Oh, it is okay. It is not okay to be in an abu abusive marriage. It's not okay. It's not okay. It is not okay. To have a husband who's abusing you every day, it is not okay. Report him. We can't just keep on seeing women being murdered every day. Let's love your wives. And our mama Not because somebody is beating you up. No, report him. Report them. Praise the name of Jesus. And if I can find out in this church what we are doing I mean, what My time is up. My time is up. Nikona, I hope you are enjoying yourself there at home. You know, the, the, the other two things. You know, being surrounded by average people that can make you live an average life. Do you know those type of people? who are always negative. They don't see any good that can come out of you. The moment you try, you know, to, to, to elevate yourself, they are saying this is where you belong. Actually, Jim Rohn said these words. He says you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So the question, who are the people who spend is cutting up? When you spend time with these people, are they making your life better? Is your life improving? Are you becoming better or you are becoming worse? Do you know those type of people when you spend 30 minutes with them, it's like you are depressed after that. When they leave, you are depressed because they don't add value in your life. Make sure that you are surrounded by right people because wrong character can also corrupt you. And here is something that I've discovered that has also made our lives to become a better life with my family. You know, lack of generosity. Lack of generosity or stinginess. The Bible is very clear that if you, 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 you want to enlarge your world, be a generous giver. The Bible says the world of the generous gets larger and larger. 
the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. Those who help others are helped. If you want to come out of average, be a generous person. And I'm not referring to money only here, Bazalwan. You don't have to be generous only in the financial area. You can be generous with your smile. When you smile to people, people will smile back at you. When you are kind to people, people will be kind to you. When you are merciful, people will be merciful to you. That is how you enlarge your world. Your, your world grows because you are generous. It's even more when it comes to the area of giving. When you are a giver, you'll be celebrated, you'll be loved. Because you refresh other people. So lack of generosity makes us to live an average life. Learn to be a giver, child of God. Learn to be a giver. Find an opportunity all the time to give. And in number six, the things that pin us down and then to average, fear of the unknown. Fear of the unknown. God has already provided all that we need. What stands between us and our blessing, it is fear. Most of you, by now, you are supposed to be far away. Most of you, by now, you are supposed to be preachers of the word. You are supposed to be something, but just because we are so fearful that if I step into this, what's going to happen? What's going to happen with my children? What's going to happen with my family? Let me tell you, fear is the thing that steals the future of many people. If you can deal with fear, because whatever you need, child of God, is on the other side of fear. All that you need is on the other side of fear. If you can just have God on your side and take a step of faith and believe God, everything that you see here, Basalwane, it is by faith. Imagine if we're so fearful. Imagine when I was still working for MTN and running my, my own business. If I said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave this thing, I'm not. I'm so grateful to the Lord that we have taken some of the steps with my wife. When we started a ministry here, and in, during those days, many churches were abused, and people were not givers. Those of you, you, you remember. You'd come in here and say, let us give. But because we're still in the tent, and many people were abused in tent ministries, and they were not prepared to give. We had to go and make a loan together with my wife to, to buy this piece of land. We said, we must believe in, in our vision first for people to believe in this vision. And when I'm saying we bought this piece of land, it is not registered in our name. We need to make that clear. We made that a, an, an offer to the church. We said, we, we, please register this piece of land to Hope Restoration Ministries because it's our offering to what God will continue to do in this place. And look what the Lord has done today. Today we've got seven campuses. I was sharing with Baba Zim. But now we've got a big building in Midrand that used to be owned by the Guptas. The grace of God. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. But it begins right here when you say no to average. Let me close with this. This is the most important one. Refusing to forgive. Refusing to forgive can delay your progress and can delay your blessings, can put you in a cage of average. Quickly, are you aware 
if there's somebody who has caused you pain, I just If you are saying this person has caused me pain and I don't want you to go anywhere. I don't want you to succeed. I don't want you to be blessed. I want you to be stagnant. You know, that is your heart and that is your prayer. Are you aware it's going to take you to keep this person right here? And as long as this person is right here, is going nowhere, you are also not going anywhere. You are going nowhere. You are going nowhere. When we lost our son a few years ago, which it was an accident from the doctors, the boy died. And the first boy, Kamatebula, we were celebrating. You remember some of you, I stood in that tent and then with a flag and say, finally God has blessed us with the boy. I was wearing a blue suit. The very same Sunday, I received a call. Upinda says, Bethlehem, the doctor said, we want to see you now. There are some compli complications. We have done a terrible mistake. While we were putting a drip to feed the baby, you know, through armor veins on the right leg, we tempered with the veins. We tempered with the veins and they've affected the whole leg. And a few hours later, the boy was brain damaged. He died in five years, five, five days' time. I remember the manager of the hospital saying, let me tell you, don't leave these doctors. It is their mistake and you need to sue them. And he begins to calculate and telling you how much you're going to get from this. He said, with this case, my brother, you can even get around about 12 million. And we needed money. I remember speaking to Sinopi and they said, listen to this guy, what does he say? I remember my wife saying to me, Yes, we can have that 12 million rand. We can buy the house, but this house will remind me of my child every day. I will buy an expensive car. This car will always remind me of my baby. She says, there's nothing that will replace my child. And there's no normal human being who can just hurt your children and kill your child purposely. Darling, let's forgive you know, we looked at this doctor who was crying tears. We looked at him. We said, you know what? It is painful, but we forgive you. We literally forgive you. And we've done that. And a few years later, we were blessed with the twins. Stand up, boys. Stand It's a miracle. I always remind them that you are a miracle. If we have not gone through that pain, but God being a faithful God, here they are. They play rugby. They are the best sportsmen. They are amazing. And they can run. They are fast. We are looking forward in the next Olympics. I know one of them will be in the Olympics. I know that one of them will be in green playing for us. They are amazing. They are gifted. And then we give God all the glory. All that I'm saying, Bazalwan, is say no to average. But it begins by saying, Father, I forgive. Let it go. Would you please stand on your feet this morning? The devil is the liar, Bazalwan. The devil is the liar.
He told you that there's no hope for you. You'll never come out of this. You'll amount to nothing. The devil, he's the liar. God is in charge of your life. He's in charge of your life. Father, we give you praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the Father, we need you like never before. Many of us have settled for less. We have just accepted our life. And you are looking at us, you are saying, this is not the best of you. This is not the best of you. Just before we close this service, you are saying, Pastor Matebula, I want Jesus in my life. I want Jesus. I want to start all over again. I have walked in deception for too long. I thought I was cursed. I thought there's no bright future for me. I thought I will amount to nothing. But if Jesus has done this for you, I want this Jesus. I want this Jesus in my family. It has been a tough year. It has been a terrible year. I want Jesus to come into my life and be a Lord and Savior of my life. If you are that person this morning, you want me to remember you, as I pray, wherever you are, please, just raise your hand quickly. We don't have much time, and I'm going to make a special prayer. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. Anybody else? God bless you, man. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? Just before we close, God bless you. God bless you. In the name of Jesus, I see those hands. Now, I want those people who have raised their hands. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Just pray this prayer after me. And church, let us help them to pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you today. Lord Jesus, come to my heart. Be a Lord and the Savior of my life. Devil, from today, you will never, ever rule my life. My life belongs to Jesus. Jesus alone. Thank you, Father. Amen and amen. Come on, give God. Come on, give God a big hand of praise. Hallelujah. Come on, you can do better than that. You can do better than that. Now, I, I want to speak, speak a blessing. I just want to touch you. I just want to speak a blessing over you. Those of you who have raised your hands quickly. Come, ushers, help them. I just want to speak a blessing as you sing. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Come, come. I want to speak a blessing over your life. In the name of Jesus. I want to give you a gift as well. In Jesus. Just raise your right hand, my dear. In the name of Jesus. Favor, it is upon you. May the grace of God be upon you. Bless you, my brother, in Jesus' name. Refuse to settle for less. Refuse to settle for less in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are coming out of this, my dear. You're going to come out of this. Don't give up. Jesus is on the throne. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you, my dear. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, my God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Come on, church. Let's give God a big hand of praise. I hope you've got your handbags, your... Your, your things or somebody who's left with those things because I want you to follow this beautiful lady 
in Jesus' name, we just want to take your names. We want to just give you something to read. Is that okay? If you have left your handbag or something that belongs to you, grab it quickly. Ashas, help them so that they can go with that lady in Jesus' name. Especially Nizanka. Make sure that you pray with that lady. God bless you. Are you blessed this morning? Stretch your hands towards me. We are out with seven minutes. May the grace and the favor of God be upon you. In Jesus' name, you are blessed coming in and you are blessed going out. In Jesus' name. Do you receive it today? In Jesus' name. Come and give God a big hand of praise. And look at the person next to you and say, refuse to settle for less. Say no to average. Hallelujah. Sing it. Sing it as they go out. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Not swap. It's it's one.